Welcome back to the listener's commentary on the Gospel of Luke. The listener's commentary is all about trying to provide down-to-earth Bible teaching so that you can follow Jesus right where you live in your everyday life. That's our goal, is to help you really wrestle with the text so that your roots can go down deep into the text so that you can be shaped and formed by it so that you can follow Jesus in your everyday life. And this is a crowd-funded Bible teaching project. We are completely dependent on the gifts and donations and support of God's people. And so to all our ministry partners who make it possible, thanks a ton. And if you want to become a ministry partner and help support the listener's commentary and the entire Bible and Life online ministry, you can do so at worldfamilymission.org. The link to that is down below. And you can set up a recurring monthly donation or a one-time gift right there at that spot. All right, in this session, we are going to be looking at Luke chapter 2, verses 41 through 52. And let's make sure we have the context in mind before we walk down through the details. In our last snapshot, we saw Mary and Joseph and one-month-old baby Jesus in the temple for the, the setting apart and purification rituals. And then that snapshot ended with Mary and Joseph returning back to Galilee. Well, now we fast forward 12 years. Jesus is 12 years old in this next snapshot. In fact, Luke is the only gospel writer to give us any snapshots from Jesus' childhood. And this is the only one we have of that. And this particular episode in the temple here is an illustration uh, it seems, of the point made in verses 40 and verse 52. This snapshot is surrounded by these two texts. Verse 40 says, And the child continued to grow and become strong, increasing in wisdom, and the grace of God was upon him. And then the snapshot ends in verse 52 with these words, And Jesus kept increasing in wisdom and in stature and in favor with God and men. And so this little snapshot of 12-year-old Jesus in the temple is really an illustration of that point. I don't think there's any mystical or even grand theological uh, reason that it's here other than to illustrate the fact that Jesus, as he grows, does so uh, with wisdom and grace, and he has favor with, with God and with people, that he is really growing up with a uh, an understanding of who he is and what he's about. He's got insight into himself and into the scriptures. And that's what this little story shows us, that even at 12 years old, Jesus has a pretty insightful understanding of who he is and what the scriptures teach about him and about the Messiah. Here's how the scene unfolds. Verse 41, Now his parents went to Jerusalem every year at the Feast of Passover. And so this scene is being set up by this transition statement, letting us know that Mary and Joseph were faithful Jews who, on an annual basis, traveled from Galilee to Jerusalem, about 85, 90 miles away. They made this trip every year for the Feast of Passover. And Passover was uh, the Jewish feast that celebrated their deliverance from Egypt and the Exodus. And so read the Exodus account and read the Passover story there. That's what this feast celebrates. And so we're about 1,500 years from that day, but they're still celebrating it on an annual basis. And Mary and Joseph are such faithful Jews that they go up every year for this. The Passover feast was 
one of the three main feasts of the Jews that Jews were expected to attend in Jerusalem at least once in their lifetime. If they could in any way make it and travel to Jerusalem, that was the expectation. Well, Mary and Joseph are are so faithful that they make the trip every single year. Now, Passover, combined with the Feast of Unleavened Bread, made up a week-long celebration really of their redemption and their deliverance. It memorialized how the death angel passed over and spared the firstborn of Israel because they sacrificed a lamb and sprinkled blood on their doorpost and how God then brought them out of Egypt with his mighty outstretched arm. It was their celebration of celebration of their redemption by God's strength and God's power. That's what Passover is all about. So Mary and Joseph celebrate that in Jerusalem every single year. Well, verse 42 tells us this. It says, when he, Jesus, became 12, they went up there according to the custom of the feast. And so they've been doing this every year for Passover. Now Jesus is 12 years old, and they go up to Jerusalem for the feast as they always had. And as they were returning home, after spending the full number of days, so they were there for the entire week-long feast, and now they're on their way home, the boy Jesus stayed behind in Jerusalem. And so they've packed up, they've headed home, feast is over, they're heading back to Galilee, and Jesus doesn't join them. But, Luke tells us, his parents were unaware of it. How could that be? How could you lose Jesus? Well, they're traveling back home, and uh, one of the things that's not stated explicitly in the first little bit of the story, but shows up here in the second bit, is that they don't travel by themselves. And we noted this with uh, the trip to Jerusalem or to Bethlehem for the census when Mary ended up giving birth. They probably weren't alone. Why? That's just not how you made this trip. And that's the same thing we have here. There's actually a caravan. So his parents were unaware of it, but supposed him to be in the caravan. So they suppose him to be this caravan of friends and people making the trip for Passover as well that are now heading back to Galilee. So they just supposed he was in there with his relatives, his friends, his cousins, people from Nazareth or nearby towns uh, hanging out with his, his friends uh, as they headed home. And they went an entire day's journey and they began looking for him among their relatives and acquaintances. And so they, they take the whole first day out of Jerusalem, go a whole day's journey out, and it's ready to you know eat dinner and get ready for bed for the night. And they start looking around for Jesus, and they can't find him anywhere. And so they're asking their relatives, they're asking their friends, no Jesus. And so they assume he's in the traveling party because that's just the way it worked in their culture. It's the nature of a communal culture. Uh, and then they can't find him. So verse 45 says, when they did not find him, they returned to Jerusalem looking for him. So they can't find him. They've lost the Messiah. Uh, they're wondering what in the world's going on. Where is Jesus? And so they actually then have to sleep overnight, get up the next morning, take a day's trip back to Jerusalem. And then verse 46, after three days, they found him in the temple sitting among uh, the teachers both listening to them and asking them questions. The three days is the day's journey out, day's journey back, next day searching. And so uh, it's been a little bit of time, and they're they're hunting for Jesus. They finally find him, and he's in the temple sitting among the teachers like a good disciple. And he's listening, and he's learning, and he's dialoguing. 
Rabbis typically taught in a question-and-answer style, and disciples answered questions with questions that indicated their understanding. And so Jesus is engaged here in typical rabbi-disciple type interchange, and there he is in the temple participating in these discussions. And notice verse 47, And all who heard him were amazed at his understanding and his answers. Jesus has profound insight, so much so that everybody who's listening in on this conversation he's having, they're amazed at his understanding revealed in his questions and his answers and the things he says. Um, What does that indicate? Well, that indicates that Jesus has been studying the text. He's been learning faithfully at home with his family in synagogue school, reading the text, learning. And in view of what he says next to his mom and dad, that study and that learning is motivated by his self-understanding. Notice what he says in verse 48. When they saw him, they were astonished. And his mother said to him, Son, why have you treated us this way? Behold, your father and I have been anxiously looking for you. And so she expresses her her surprise, her shock, right? Like they haven't had any issues with Jesus before. Of course they wouldn't, right? He, he's been the model son for them. And so she's astonished and they're looking for him. And obviously they know who he is. He knows who he is. Why have you put us through this? And he replies this way in verse 49. He said to them, why is it that you were looking for me? Didn't you know that I had to be in my father's house? And the wording of that question in Greek actually implies a positive answer. He's not doubting that they they didn't know. He, he's saying, they knew, who, you know who I am. Like his question, didn't you know? Why were you looking for me? Didn't you know I had to be in my father's house? Yes, they knew. They knew who Jesus was. They've been preparing him to live out his vocation as Messiah. And thus, they should have known where to find him. At least that's 12-year-old Jesus' assumption. Um, notice he says, didn't you know I had to be in my father's house? That literally is in my father's things. There's no specific noun. House, i.e. temple, makes sense because of the setting. He's in the temple having these conversations. So that makes sense. But it also may be intentionally vague. Like, you didn't need to search frantically for me because you know who I am and you know that I'd be busy about my father's activity. That seems to be really the point here. The point is to further communicate along with all that's been said from the angels to the shepherds to Simeon to Anna that Jesus is the Son of God. And we see here in this snapshot that at 12 years old, Jesus knows this. He's already deeply immersed in God's word and the text, and he's deeply immersed in God's things, and he knows who he is, he knows his identity, and he knows what he's supposed to be about, and he just assumes his mom and dad should know that too. Why? Probably because they're the ones that have been telling him these things and passing on this insider information. Son, I got to tell you a little bit about your birth, right? Like, They've been giving him inside information, which has led to his heightened motivation to study the text and to be prepared to be about his father's business. But somehow they're not fully getting it. And so verse 50 says, they did not understand the statement which he made to them. And he went down with them and came to Nazareth 
and continued in subjection to them, and his mother treasured up all these things in her heart. And so they didn't fully get what Jesus meant, but Jesus, the Son of God, went home with them to Nazareth and submitted to them as, as his parents. Uh, and once again, Luke tells us that Mary was pondering these things, reflecting on them, treasuring them up in her, her heart. Uh, any mother does this with her child, but in Mary's case, man, there, there are so many incredible things happening here that she has this storage chest of treasures in her heart about what's happened with Jesus. And so she's treasuring these things up in her heart. And then verse 52 ends with those words we read at the outset. And Jesus kept on increasing in wisdom and in stature, in favor with God and with men. Luke summarizes that Jesus kept growing. He, he was growing in wisdom. Even though Jesus knows who he is, he still needs to learn and acquire wisdom for carrying out his role. And so he's still continuing to learn deep in his wisdom, his understanding what it means to be the Messiah, understanding of his role uh, as that and how that's going to play out. He keeps growing in stature. Stature could refer to age, like Jesus just got older, or it could refer to height. Uh, in, in other words, he's progressing towards manhood. That's the point. Physically, he's growing as a man and continuing to grow in stature in favor with God and in favor with people. God's grace was upon him and he his his wisdom, his knowledge, his character, his personhood just caused him to have favor with people there in Nazareth and the surrounding area. And so he kept growing and developing. And so as we wrap up this section, let me just offer this reflection. Jesus grew up as a normal human being. Uh, we sometimes in our emphasis that Jesus was the son of God or Jesus was God incarnate, God in the flesh, sometimes we unintentionally minimize or neglect the fact that he was also 100% human, and thus he grew up as a normal human being. He lived in Nazareth, a small little town. Uh, he learned the things all little boys and girls have to learn, how to walk, how to talk, how to read, how to write, uh, how to carry out the normal skills of the home, right? Jesus maybe worked with his father through his teenage years and on, carrying out the family business. Um, he had to learn all those things. Jesus was part of a, a loving family and an extended family of community life, right? And the caravan mentioned here that he had acquaintances and relatives and he had normal family routines going from Galilee to Jerusalem every year for the feast. And uh, he obeyed his parents' instructions. That's the point about him submitting to his parents. He obeyed their instructions as his parents. Um, he acquired wisdom, um, all while knowing in some way who he is. Like he had to be about his father's business. He, he knew that from the text. He knew that from what his mom and his dad told him about his birth and the things the angels said and the shepherds said, Simeon and Anna said and all this. He knew that, and he knew it from the study of the text, and so from learning and teaching and study and who knows how else, he knew who he was, and yet he still submitted to his parents and grew up as a normal little boy and a normal human being. And so we see him here at 12 years old, already eager to be about the vocation of his life. He doesn't know what it all means yet. And yet he's already aware of it. He's already eager to be about it. 
and yet he still submits to his mom and dad and grows up and continues to grow until the time is right for that to happen. 